Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's KFI AM 640, and you're listening to The Conway Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. All right, Jane Wells is with us. Jane Wells, nice to hear your voice again. How are you, little buddy? <laughs> uh, uh, well, I don't have back pain. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that about uh, you. You know who else has it? Bellio. Bellio had it radical a couple years ago, missing work and always in tears. And Oh, man, it's What, is it worst. a radio thing? You know what? I think it might be leaning over a microphone for, you know, three hours or I don't know. You know, radio people aren't the healthiest in the world. No, no. They eat anything that comes into this office in a heartbeat. Then they ask questions later. Well, I don't even know how you, I don't even know you have time to eat. When you're like, I would see Shannon. Yes. Like in the, you know, granted the commercial breaks are long, but not long enough to eat, you know? So you're like going and getting (laughs) chips or whatever. I don't know how you you do it. I end up starving. The best, the best one was Crozier. Ed Garagos came in with these uh, ghost pepper chicken sandwiches, oh. and Crozier didn't ask anything about it, and he just ate two ghost pepper chicken sandwiches while he was working. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's classic. Oh. All right, Jane Wells, you are here because we have a, you have wrote a great column on the new diet drugs and the economy. What's going on? Uh, yeah, it's a latest column for my Substack, JaneWellsSubstack.com, because Wall Street is going nuts over these drugs. They're now projecting the sale of these diet drugs. Ozempic, being the most famous or popular one, could reach a hundred billion dollars a year. Now, this, mind you, oh, they already currently amazing. cost about a thousand dollars a month, and insurance may not cover it for weight wow. loss. And currently, the only way to take the drug is through injection. Ah. Oh. So I don't know Wall Street, you know, getting ahead of itself, but that's what it does. And they're saying all kinds of stuff. Food consumption could drop 3%, which sounds like a little, but it's not. I'm just going to go straight to the craziest prediction because these cell site analysts are coming up with going to affect apartments and this and that. Right the craziest is from Bank of America. It says if a lot of people lose weight, Gaming companies, especially slot machine makers, <laughs> could see four up to four percent lower revenues because I guess they're assuming uh, if you are obese and suddenly you're not, you're going to want to walk around outside on the strip instead of sit at a slot machine. Wow! Wait a minute. So it is affecting the bottom line of casinos already. No, this is all the Wall Street crazy projections. The only company that has actually said it's having an impact is Walmart, which says it's seeing a pullback in some food items by the customers it has who are also buying those diet drugs at Walmart. So the interesting thing to me about that is Walmart is tracking you. Wow. If you buy stuff in their pharmacy, they're, they're, they're looking at not necessarily having a name attached to it, but they're tracking who buys what in their stores. They're saying they're seeing a little bit of pullback in food. But, Tim, everyone's now saying 
this is going to affect trash companies because it's going to be less <laughs> trash. Uh, fast food companies, as if you can afford $1,000 a month on a diet drug, you're going to McDonald's. But right. Knee, fewer knee replacements. Well, uh, wait a minute, Jane. Let's 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 uh, try to capitalize on that. What companies can we? What stock can we buy to jump on this and make some money? Well, the two uh, companies which are making these drugs are Novo Nordisk and um, Eli Lilly, and they're already way up. They're up. Mm. Uh, Novo's up like forty percent, and Eli Lilly's up sixty percent this year. Wow. But Maybe there's some uh, maybe there's some room to grow there, and then you have to think. Okay, so are people going to have to refresh their wardrobe because they're losing weight? Um, I don't know. You know, I, ha, maybe you should start shorting fast food companies. Right. I don't know. I, you know, here's another problem. They're saying, oh my gosh, the poor oil companies get this. One analyst that Jeffrey said. It will mean less fuel for the airlines. United could save $80 million in fuel if we all lost 10 pounds. Let it know wow. what it might do to JetBlue planes tipping. There may be more JetBlue plane tipping. <laughs> how embarrassing, yeah, if you're, how embarrassing if you're like 250 pounds and you're sitting in the back <laughs> of that plane and it goes on its ass. <laughs> Unbelievable. Or you were the... You were the guy, 250 pounds or 300 pounds of first class who got off. That's right. Uh, the front entrance. All right, Jane, where do so. people read your article? Janewells.substack.com. Janewells.substack.com. Yes. You are the best. Thank you, Jane Wells, everybody. Dig dong with her. You're listening to Tim Conway Jr. On Demand from KFI AM 640. Hey, the party is going to be this Saturday at Morongo. Everybody's excited about that. Can't wait to uh, knock that out for everybody. And it'll be cool. You'll meet a lot of people that work here at KFI. Not only on our show, but Steve Gregory will be there. Robin Berlucci, our boss, program director. Uh, her husband, uh, Don, will be there. And uh, Don Martin, who runs KLAC down the, uh, down the hall. He's going to be popping by. Uh, Shannon Farron is coming out. So it'll be a big deal. Mo Kelly. Mo Kelly is going to be there. That's great. Steve Gregory. Yeah, we mentioned Steve Gregory. Oh, did you mention Chris Little? Uh, no. I'm going to write him down on that list. <laughs> and Steve Gregory is coming from, I, he's teaching somewhere. In, I don't know. He told me a story or something. Temecula. Yeah, Temecula. I'm, and I said, oh, Steve, you coming? He goes, yeah. He goes, uh, the sheriff has me down in Temecula. I'm going to the Riverside. I'm going to teach him the cops. I'm like, oh, okay. I'll see you there. <laughs> see you there, bub. All right. Uh, we talked about the Alaska Airlines at 4 o'clock. Alaska Scare Lines, more like it. Man, that plane almost went down. Almost went down. Man, would that have been an unbelievable story. And there are a lot of people listening right now to KFI who use Alaska Airlines on a very frequent basis. If you're flying to Seattle, anywhere in Alaska, if you're flying to Portland, you know, Everett, um, you've used Alaska Airlines, or at least you called them. And it's a great airline. It's terrific. It's one of my favorite airlines. And, um, man, did they catch this guy. I'm going to play it for you again because it's important. There's a lot of people 
who live in Southern California who have ties to Portland and Seattle. A lot of people. And a lot of people have left Southern California to move up to the great Northwest. You know, you can buy a bigger house up there. There's some cool people live up there. And this could have been any of us, any of us. The FAA is investigating a close call between two passenger planes at Oregon's Portland International Airport. Alaska. It's another Airlines. one. This is another story on how this could happen. It's going to be a, 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 a dangerous close call. Alaska Airlines Flight 1299 arriving from Orange County, California around 4 p.m. on Monday when it was forced to conduct a go around due mm. to wind. Alaska 299, you say this that aircraft flying toward a Seattle-bound SkyWest plane taking off at the same time. Data from Flight Radar 24 showing the planes were as close as 266 feet vertically in altitude. Wow, that's close. That is really close. 260 feet is, you know, I mean, that's what? I'm it's in a football field. Well, it's much less. You know, a football field is 900 feet. Or no, hundred, yeah, nine, three hundred feet. All right, so yeah, it's it's a little bit short of a, a football field. Hey, that's really close, man. They've got to get this together. We've done so many stories here on KFI about close calls, and it, and they're getting more frequent and more frequent, and eventually luck's going to run out. It's and amazing we haven't heard anything yet. I'm like shocked, that. absolutely shocked. Con considering we do stories here, we do ten stories a year on this. Sometimes we do two or three a day. Yeah, at least, yeah. Mm. Air traffic control instructing that Alaska Airlines pilot to turn away from the SkyWest aircraft. 39 and 78, then maintain Alaska 1299, fly heading, fly heading. Alaska Airlines conducting an internal review of the incident, calling it a potential traffic conflict. I, I love how the traffic controllers maintain their calmness through what I would I would be flipping out. You know, but they came up, they come, you know, there's one plane that has 280 people. There's another plane that has uh, 300 people. And a guy comes on and goes, uh, uh, American uh, 19, if uh, you don't mind uh, seeing your way clear, uh, you're about to fly into uh, 300 people. There could be 570 people dead on the airfield. If you could uh, do us a favor here and just uh, head a little left. Thank you and uh, have a pleasant day. I mean, they're so calm about this stuff. But saying the aircraft maintained a safe amount of lateral separation throughout the entire event. ABC News has reported on at least 10 close calls since the beginning of the year. The Did you hear that? Did you hear that? ABC mm. News has reported on at least 10 close calls since the beginning of the year. The FAA now reviewing the nation's aerospace system, looking at structure, training, and safety efforts. And SkyWest says at no time was the safety of the flight compromised. Both flights landed safely. Meanwhile, the FAA is determining just how close those two aircrafts got as a part of their investigation. Crazy out there. It's wild. Man, when you used to fly, you used to be, just fall asleep and, and, you, and you, you, know, you wake up when you get there. Now you're looking out the window. You're looking out the window going, hey, how close is that guy? Uh, we, uh, we aren't far enough away from that dude. And then when you see a plane fly by going the opposite direction. It looks like it's going 9 million miles an hour. And it and it's going 1,400 miles an hour. You're going 700. It's going 700 the other way. It's 1,400 miles uh, if you add both of them up. And you're going past an airline at 1,400 miles an hour. It's wild out there. The wild, wild west. Man, it makes you think about driving. Makes you think about driving. You're listening to Tim Conway Jr. On Demand. 
from KFI AM 640. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Check your email this week to see if you are a winner. You're going to the Morongo party. That's going to be a big deal. It's Saturday night. A lot of people coming out from KFI. Big, big deal. Bellio, are you with us? I think Bellio's with us. Yeah. Do you remember when, um, do you remember way back when, when we used to be an evening show? Oh my gosh, that Remember was that? years ago. But I, I have vague okay. All right. and memories. And we did the Morongo party. Yes, 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 yes. Nobody showed up. Nobody. Now we're in the afternoon. Everybody there's, wants there's to There's a line go. of people that want to get in there. there. That's great. I can't wait till Saturday. All right, so we've got some great news in Burbank. Sears, where America shops, well, they went out of business, but guess who's coming back? Sears! And then a surprising turn, Sears has reopened a local store. Is, Bellio, is this audio from 1975? No, it's from today. It's from today? Yeah. All right. And then a surprising turn, Sears has reopened a local store. But some visitors say it was underwhelming. The store's back. In its old spot at the Burbank Town Center, but... Yeah, that's Glenn Walker, I believe, right? It is Glenn Walker. Yes. You know, I always remember his show. He does a 1 o'clock newscast over there at KTLA. It's called The 1 O'Clocker with Glenn Walker. Pretty clever. Mm. It is occupying only two floors, not three as before. Oh, no. They've knocked out a floor. The third floor is mainly storage of racks and mannequins. Rats? What? The third floor is mainly storage of racks and mannequins. Visitors commented on Reddit that the store looked rather sad. Oh, no. No. There were some missing ceiling tiles, and the carpet was filthy. Okay. All right. It's, uh, you know, we're just starting. We're just starting. The comment went on to say the registers, counters, and everything was old, and (laughs) there was missing inventory throughout the store. No. There's missing tiles, and the carpet's not clean? There were no electronics at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, electronics are overrated. I don't think electronics are our future. I really don't. There were no electronics at all, mm. but the toy and tool sections were rated good. <laughs> Sears filed for bankruptcy in 2018 and closed most of its stores around the nation. There are only about a dozen stores still in operation. Mm. Did you remember going... It was like yes. the TVs and the washers. Like, yeah, it was Even cool. though I didn't want them, I like yeah. to look at them. Well, Sears had everything. I know. It's just yeah. not the same when you look at it on Amazon or on a website. You just mm. want to, like, touch it and see how big it is and get a tape measure out. That's right. I'm with them. I'm with them. I ran into a, a, a guy I know who is uh, an electrician or a lighting guy in Hollywood. And I, I've been friends with him for about 10 years or so. And I was walking around the Burbank Mall just about a year or two ago. And um, I said, hey, buddy, uh, I think Ned is his name. I said, hey, Ned, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I'm going to Sears to try to keep them open. I'm buying a shirt from them, and I want to support them. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I do the same thing. I said, what do you got your eye on? And he says, well, he says, I saw this shirt that I wanted for $9.50, and I have a coupon for $5 off my first purchase. 
I go, okay, well, you know, you're not keeping them open. You're burying them uh, with your shopping habits. You're going in to get a $9 shirt for $4. You are the reason they're closing. Not You're not keeping them open. You're closing them. Closing them. All right, a, a very popular young lady who is, who is a hugely popular when I was growing up on K-Rock. Her name is Dusty Street. Does anybody remember that? That Crozier, you probably do. Dusty Street, right? Oh, man. I want to say she was an anchor here for a minute. Is that right? I think so. Oh, what a lovely woman. Well, she's passed away. It's very, very sad. Made it to 77, though. In radio years, that's 158. That's a great run. Last time before that from the Stones, also the Eurythmics, Love is a Stranger. Houses in Motion from the Talking Heads and uh, Machination start us off with Pressure Sway. Let me tell you, on Sunday and Monday, September 18th and 19th, K-Rock is proud to welcome Elvis Costello to the Universal Amphitheater. You know, when I was a kid, that's how radio sounded. And uh, Machination start us off with Pressure Sway. You had to sort of, you know, just deal with the interference. Pressure sway. Yeah. Let me tell you, on Sunday and Monday, what? September 18th and 19th, K-Rock is proud to welcome Elvis Costello to the Universal Amphitheater. One of the first female DJs on the West Coast has died. Dusty Street passed away Saturday uh, in Eugene, Oregon. Yeah, she worked in San Francisco before heading to L.A. where she landed at K-Rock in 1979. Street most recently hosted Sirius XM Deep Tracks. She was 77 wow. years old. Hmm. Is she related to Chuck Street? At all? Does anybody know that? I don't think so. Commander Chuck Street? You know who he is, right? Commander Chuck yeah. Street? Yeah. He used to work on the Rick D's show with Charlie Wright. Remember Coach Charlie Wright? He did all the sports. Remember what his uh, tagline was? Keep your eye on the ball. I used to love all those characters, man. There was uh, uh, Rick D's. There was uh, Commander Chuck Street. Uh, you had uh, Coach Charlie Wright. You had Chewy from La Puente. Remember him? And then you had um, uh, Liz Rugburns Fulton. Mm. No? No. I couldn't do that nowadays. Yeah. No? No. Okay. All right. Then let's just get somebody in here that calls horse races. You're listening to Tim Conway Jr. On Demand from KFI AM 640. All right, Adam Sandler, very popular comedian, stopped his show in Northern California because somebody was having some kind of emergency. Adam Sandler stopped his comedy Whoa. show to help a fan going through a medical emergency. Uh, here we go. Every medic coming? All right, here comes the medic. Okay, okay. last week at his show in San Jose, Sandler waited until medics escorted the fan out to attend to them. He also and now comedy after the guy dies. He also sent well wishes to the fan. Sandler will be in Anaheim tonight at the Honda Center for his I Missed You tour. Wow. All right. That's kind of cool. Anyway, I went out to San Anita this weekend to see if uh, they're ready for Breeders' Cup. And they are. They got the whole thing uh, decorated out there. And so I was doing videos to send to Bellio for social media because Bellio's in charge of the social media for Breeders' Cup. I don't know if you know that. And so I, I was recording some videos and a guy comes up and says, 
hey, did you use the term ding dong in one of those videos you just did? And I said, uh, yeah. And he said, did you get that from KFI? And I said, uh, yeah. And he goes, oh, wait. He goes, that's you. I said, yeah, 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 yeah. His name is Dan. Very nice guy. And he said, uh, I said, you have any luck out here? He goes, oh, I need some. I'm like, oh, here comes a story. Here comes a story. Very nice man. Probably the nicest man I've ever met at Santa Anita. And he goes, yeah, I'm having some problems, though. I've um, been diagnosed with this and this and, and that and this. And, and I'm like, okay, all right, all right. Uh, and he goes, I got, they've taken some of this from me and I this and that. And I'm like, oh, buddy. I said, man, there's no way there's three horses going to come in with you standing next to me. You got to go to a different part of the track. And he laughed about it. He thought it was funny. You know, guys have a sense of humor out there at the racetrack. So, Dan, if you're listening, God bless you. Hope you live a long, long life. And whatever's going on with you goes into remission. And we uh, find ourselves at the racetrack again, losing on the same horse. But Dan, the man from San Anita, I love that guy. And I'm praying for that dude. I prayed for him on Saturday night and Sunday. And I'll, I'll do it again tonight. I'll do it again tonight. That's a beautiful gentleman. All right, Burbank Hospital, Providence St. Joe's in Burbank. If you're looking to slide in there, may have some uh, controversy. <laughs> Providence St. Joseph's Medical Center staff hit the picket lines bright and early for day one of their five-day strike. No. They're represented by SEIU, United Healthcare Workers, West Union, and they say they're striking because of unfair labor practices like understaffing, yeah. worker turnover, and patient care concerns. One picketer says this. Imagine you're in the hospital. You've just had a massive heart attack. You're in ICU, and you're trying to get better. And what every doctor says is, you got to rest. You've got to rest. And you're in ICU, and this is all you hear all day. Concerns. Oh, outside. That's all you hear. Like, guys, I'm trying to get better. Picketer says this has been a concern for CNAs or certified nursing assistants. CNAs can have 32 patients in one day. Which wow, 32 patients per nurse? 32 by themselves. Wow. And sometimes we have two CNAs with 16 patients each. How much quality time you can give the patients? None. Need more nurses. Workers say hospital management has not been bargaining in good faith. Their contracts expired in August, and now they're hoping their strike will amplify their concerns. And every union, every, every union is going on strike. And I think it all started with the LAUSD. LAUSD went on strike, not the teachers, but the, you know, the, the support staff. And they got a 40% bump in their salary, 40%. And every single union around the United States read that article and said, hey, it's time we get our share as well. And they all are going on strike. Nurses, doctors, uh, you've got um, airline pilots, hotels, Teachers, everybody's on strike. Writers, actors, um, you know, FedEx, UPS, everybody is striking to get more cash. 
People understand they have to make a stand at some point in order to get what they deserve. And um, just like you or yourself and myself, rent's not getting cheaper. That's right. Rent is not getting cheaper, ma'am. Groceries are not getting cheaper. Gas is expensive. Yep. Hospital officials say they have proposed significant wage increases and contract enhancements, including a 24% increase in wages over a three-year contract. Not every position is getting a 24% increase. There's different positions where, like myself, is around a 19% increase. Yep, bad vibes. All right, let's talk about Halloween. Halloween is around the corner. It's a week from Tuesday? Is that possible? Well, if you're passing out treats for Halloween this year, you've probably noticed the cost of candy is more expensive. Yes. Candy prices are up by more than 13% since last year. That's according to the Bureau of Labor. UCLA's supply chain expert, Professor Christopher Tang, says that candy is so expensive because of the cost of its ingredients. Halloween is a week from tomorrow night. Is that wild? Halloween. And then all of a sudden Thanksgiving will be here. Christmas, Hanukkah, the whole run. We are in holiday season. He also says it's because these products are ma mainly made in the U.S. The labor cost has gone up a lot because of inflation. The workers need to have a... You know what I've noticed? We, we buy Halloween candy and my wife buys it a little early. We've already had it for about a week or so. And it's all stale. Because they've got to make this Halloween candy a month or two in advance and put them in these Halloween bags, you know, big bags of candy to sell. So they probably have been in those bags for a month or two. And it's all stale crap. It is. All of it. If you want to buy a fresh candy bar, you got to buy it at 7-Eleven where they have high turnover. High turnover. If you buy it in a, in a Halloween bag, it's probably been there for three or four months already. And especially the Kit Kats. The Kit Kats, man, a fresh Kit Kat is worth its weight in gold. But stale Kit Kats, yuck. High income so that they can survive. All the ingredients from wrapping paper to the basic ingredients like sugar and also the cocoa beans that we have to import from Africa. So as a result, every single ingredients, elements, and the, and the wages are going up. According to the national, yeah, I'm not sure about this fact, though. And also the cocoa beans that we have to import from Africa. I don't think cocoa beans are coming from Africa. I might be wrong. I think it's South America where we get the cocoa beans from. Elements and the and the wages. Belio, can you check on that? Where do we I get cocoa it, beans from? I, I'd say it's South America. I've never heard cocoa beans coming out of Africa. This is news to me. According to the National Retail Federation, the average household spends about $30 on candy and Woo! will likely be spending $35 this year. 30 bucks. Man, we spent that years ago. Way over 30 bucks. 70% of the world's cocoa beans come from four West African countries. Is that right? Ivory Coast, uh -huh. Ghana, Nigeria, and Cameroon. I didn't know that. Well, yeah. I thought it was from South America. All right. Well, ding dong with those cocoa beans. All right, we're live. Uh, the Power Hour next on KFI AM 640. Conway Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Now, you can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 4 to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, and anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Judy. <laughs> 
The Chamba life is for everybody. So go to ChambaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChambaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.